So I'm here with Charles Crouch, uh, the uh, author of Leader After God's Own Heart. Last time I had him on the show on growing uh, the next version of you, we talked at length about your background and all kinds yeah. of things like that. We, we brushed over this part of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and because we're now associated uh, from in a partnership perspective, I wanted to have you come on and talk about 31 score character assessment. because I plan to use it for my leadership practice. Uh, hiring managers can use it for hiring better people. Um, I think you even said that people in HR can consider yes, which of the managers is maybe a best candidate yep. moving forward. when it comes down to it. So why did you create it? How did you create it? And what's it for? Well, we are in 2022, almost 23. Yeah. And can you believe uh, a character assessment doesn't exist on the internet. To my knowledge, last October, my wife and I took a day and we, we did a day of fasting. Mm -hmm. And the next day I woke up and I felt like the Lord showed me a character assessment. I went to the World Wide Web to look up character assessment and it came up with nothing. I was shocked. Okay. So I asked the Lord how to build one. And 31score.com is it. We assess on 31 different character traits. Yeah. I'm excited to do this with you. Yeah, it was. it's a really, really interesting uh, program. So um, just from a background perspective, I think we talked a little bit about this last time, but I'll go ahead and lay it out. So I've been, I've been pursuing the virtue ethics as a way yeah. uh, to create a Rosetta Stone for cultural differences, right? But that's based on character. Uh, it was actually created by some friends who are Baha'i, uh, but there are Christians uh, and, and people of all faiths that participate in this uh, the, uh, Character International, I think it is. No, Virtues International. Um, so, but I've, I've never had a way to take that and actually utilize it in my leadership development course, right? So I have Gallup assessments and there's cultural index and there's Myers-Briggs and there's all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, but as you'll see um, later, we'll talk about my uh, human and digital transformation methodology that I've been developing at DBU. Yeah, I'm interested about that. And, and uh, it starts out with character at the base, yeah. right? Because everything is about character. And with, if you have character set correctly, before you get to strategy, before you get to vision, before you get to any of the things that you're doing from a business perspective, then you're in a, on solid ground, right? So um, I, uh, I'm really excited that we finally have a place where we can say, what are the characteristics of our workforce by individual? And the most powerful part about it is that whenever somebody takes the exam, they, they send it to one person who is in their work uh, arena, one who's a relationship person, and one who's a personal character reference. Yep. And then you compare the two. 
Right. So, so what's, if the, you're, what's the purpose of that? So if you are different at work than you are at home, that you are with your friends, well, we call that bipolar. And this character assessment is going to give us a hint if to that is true. You know, you probably aren't aware if that is true, if you are different. Yeah. Uh, but the Lord says, the Bible says, he wants you to be the same person here and there and there and there. That's right. Integration. Yeah, Definitely. the Lord really built this exam, not me. Awesome. Uh, George Washington Carver, he was a black slave, illiterate. Yet he came up with 200 different uses for the peanut. Mm -hmm. One day, Congress called him in and they wanted to know, Mr. Mr. Carver, you don't know very much. How did you figure out how 200 uses for the peanut? You can go and look and I think it's been not something not taught in our history, but... He tells Congress, I don't know anything about the peanut, but I know the person that built the peanut. Uh, and he tells me what to do. You can look it up. It's an amazing seriously. story. Uh, that's where we get peanut butter from, George Washington Carver. And I feel like the same thing happened with this exam. I just asked the Lord, you know, how would I construct this? And, and I just felt like inch by inch, he would give me the next step. Okay, very good. So um, I think one of the use cases that we talked about is for HR managers for hiring. Yes. So what 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 does it do for them that it, they can't get somewhere else? Well, it's always been said we hire the person and train the skill, right? And I mean, who out there has ever had any hiring remorse, right? Three to twelve months in, you're like, oh wait a second. That was different than I thought it was going to be. Right. Uh, I believe the character exam will make hiring remorse extinct. And it's going to let you, like, okay, on my score, uh, I was a little low on being content. Contentment. It's a valuable thing. It's a character trait. Uh, so I thought I was pretty content, but other people didn't. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a hiring manager, you can look at that. And you can figure out which character traits are important to that job that you're hiring for. And you can say, so-and-so, uh, you say you're this, but, but other people say you're not. Why is that? And it's going to allow you the ability to bring up a conversation that would expedite um, the conversation to really know what you want to know about who you're hiring. You are going to add the right people to your team every single time with this if you know how to use the tool properly. And it's quick. I've asked a lot of people, uh, hiring managers, how do you find someone's character? And they tell me, oh, well, to do that, I, we do an initial interview over video or Zoom or even bring them in. And then we'll look at them over, over their social media apparatuses and that takes about two hours. Then we might take them in again for another interview or we'll have a shadow day where well, they'll be there for four hours. And my question isn't really a question, it's kind of a trap. Because I say, aha, you just told me six to eight hours of work you do when this here is gonna take two minutes. This is gonna save you time and money. The two big words people wanna do, time and money. Yep. That's what runs the world. Unfortunately, that's what runs the world. Yeah, so one, so one of the things that we talked about is that you want to see that the, the self-score and the other's score is somewhat correlated, right? Yeah. So what are, the, what are the percentages that you normally see, and what are the, what's the low end and what's the high end, I guess? So 
Um, in the in the let, best way to explain this is to talk about the weatherman. You know, when you see a uh, 16% chance of rain, is that 16% chance there's going to be one raindrop, or is that 16% of the day is going to be rain? I've always wondered this, and I don't think I even know right now. But this set here says I have 48% contentment. What does that mean? I'm content 48% of the day? Or other people view me as 48% content? Well, this is like an overall gauge of a character trait. Um, it's like if you imagine your cup being full or empty. With that character trait, that's how full your cup is. Got it. That's the best so way. So if you to rate explain. yourself at 80 and your peers who you ask to fill this rate yourself at 20, then there's an obvious problem, right? That will trigger a disparity. Yeah. And a disparity will pop up on your report on uh, the back pages. And that's going to let the person know 50% disparity triggers a little red flag for the hiring manager or whoever to ask a little bit more about. And so it just starts the conversation a lot earlier than after you've hired them. You can save time and money. Yeah. Spend your time on the right people and not the wrong people. Very good. Honestly, this rewards people with high character. Yeah. I think if you look out in the world, high character isn't really rewarded that much, as much as debauchery is. Right. There's a lot more incentives around acting lewd instead of acting right. Yeah. My character exam, I hope it steers the, the course in the right way. So the other scenario that you and I talked about was for people who have two or three managers that they want to promote to a senior manager or whatever the, whatever the level is to, to, the, yeah. to the next level. Um, and this might be one of the things that they do in order to consider whether or not those people are the right ones to, uh, to promote, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you can have professionally an even playing field. What in the world do you do to separate professionally seamless candidates? Um, there's uh, Dayton Moore. He's the general manager of the Kansas City Royals baseball team. He said every year we got one to three baseball players that we want to hire, uh, that we, we want them on our team. They run, swing, bat better than everybody else. But then for the next fourth or fifth spot, we have 5,000 people and they all run and catch and swing the bat pretty much the same. How do you pick? Well, Dayton Moore came up with a system where his product that he would sell basically is hot dogs to fathers and sons who go to the baseball field together. They're a family sport. That's their product that they sell. They have role models and so what he did was he would ask the baseball players the amount of pornography they consumed. And he did this. And the way he did it was he would ask them and they would tell him. And he noticed a correlation between the relationship ability and the amount of pornography a player consumed. And he knew that if he had a tiebreaker between all those players, the least amount of consumption would be a better role model for the and families. A higher relationship yeah. ability. And that guy put relationships first on his team, and that guy led his team to a world championship. Wow, that's pretty, pretty awesome. So there were some, uh, some historical individuals that you wanted to talk about as well who have something yeah. to say about character. So Yeah, uh, what is character? You know, if you think about Martin Luther King Jr., who a long time ago, he said 
I look to a day when my kids will not be judged by the color of their skin, but they'll be judged by the content of their character. This is the answer to that. I don't know any other else you're going to judge someone on their character. Um, You know, Michael Jackson, he had an interesting song to interesting lyrics. He said, I see the kids starving in the streets around the world. And in that, in that song, A Man in the Mirror, Michael Jackson gave an interesting cure for their sickness. And he said he was going to do something real, real big and real, real good. He was going to work on The Man in the Mirror. Right. He's going to make a big change. Mm-hmm. That was his answer to the world hunger. Yeah. I think that was interesting. I think that song was telling us more. But I think Michael Jackson was also echoing the words of Jesus Christ. When Jesus said, first take the log out of your own eye before you can focus and see clearly and take the sliver out of someone else's. It's really the same principle. You have to work on yourself and that is character. This is a mirror for you to say, oh, I actually have a piece of black coal on my heart and I have to cut it off and it's gonna hurt. It's a great concept that I think even grandparents don't know how to do. Yeah, definitely. So the, the thing that, that I'm most excited about uh, in using this is that um, it mirrors the virtues ethics that I've been talking about and uh, have introduced to ABTP you know, many years ago. And um, it is a, a way for people across cultures, across faiths to agree on the behaviors that are good and that are bad. You've documented that in a way that is useful, uh, both for uh, coaches and for hiring managers, for uh, leaders who are trying to promote people within within their organizations. Um, And I look forward to utilizing it with my leadership classes as well. So thanks very much for coming out today and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you.